Welcome to the podcast arm of the Redeemed Christian Church of God, Peculiar People's Parish, based in Regina, Canada. Our mandate is pursuing His purpose, pronouncing His power, and proclaiming His praise. You can subscribe to our podcast channel today, so you never miss an episode of our podcasts. Be blessed by this teaching. We're going to jump real quickly into the study today. Uh, but then, before we move on, uh, I want to ask if anybody has any question uh, that you would want us to take a look at, especially based on what we, we thought last week. If there are questions and you want to bring those up, uh, please can anyone signify if you have any question. Any question? Okay. If there are no questions from what was taught, if anyone has question on uh, any subject at all, any topic, none. Okay. This Christian, let's be asking questions, so it's good. Okay, because in the place of asking questions, that's when we get answers. So it's just important for us to understand why we need, I mean, um, um, how God moves when it comes to revealing things to people. People ask questions, they receive understanding better. And so I want to encourage us, you know, you hear things when teaching is going on, or you study your Bible and you're not so sure about what you see, you can take notes, you can jot them down and ask questions. It's very important. Amen. Anyways, um, last week we, I don't know if we should be doing recap right now because I'll recap in front. Um, but we stop at uh, um, why building capacity, the number five. And so we talk about uh, so we can grow because there is more to what we have now than we can actually have. And of course, in Psalm 71 verse 21, the scripture tells us uh, that the Lord will increase our greatness. So greatness can be increased. There's no, there's no limit to the greatness or experience of greatness in the life of a child of God. Greatness can be increased. And so um, God wants to increase our greatness. But today... We're going to quickly take a look at the next. I will start today's uh, teaching because I have recap in front, but let's take a look at today's teaching. It's examining Jabez's prayer from 1 Chronicles chapter 4, verse 9 to 10. Examining Jabez's prayer, 1 Chronicles chapter 4, verse 9 to 10. Okay. Um, I have uh, three questions here. So all of us in this, on this side will be one group, okay? So let's just quickly have a thought towards number one question. Are we on the same page, brethren? Men and brethren, I'm not sure. Okay, um, up to Pastor Omi. To the front here, you'll be one group. And from Pastor Femi Belola to the back there, you'll be third group. So let's, media, let's flow together, please. So a first question, we read First Chronicles chapter 4, verse 9 to 10. We're all going to read that together, so please open your Bible. It's Bible study, right? Let's look at it together. 
First Chronicles chapter 9, verse 10. So the first group here, it would take, why did Jabez pray such prayers? We're examining Jabez's prayers now. Why? The second group, Pastor Shei, Pastor Omi, to the front, we'll look at number two. What does Jabez's prayer implies? What do we think it implies? Then, from Pastor Femi, the Lola to the back, we take number three. Why did God grant Jabez's request? Are we, are we clear on that? So, we have about five minutes to quickly discuss. And then, um, let me appoint people. Sister Akweju, can you please handle that, that group, ma'am? Thank you. Pastor Omi, can you please handle this group, sir? Thank you. And uh, 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 uh. somebody is nominated somebody, so Sabiola. Also, Sister Akweju. So, somebody is nominating you. Can you please handle this group? Thank you. Very quickly. So please, I need that slide on. Thank you. All right, let's quickly. First Chronicle four nine to ten. Quickly. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Five minutes. That's the first question on the on the screen. bore him in pain. And Jabez called on the God of Israel, saying, Oh, that thou wouldest would bless me indeed, and enlarge my territory, that your aunt will be with me, and that you will keep me from evil, and that I may not that I may not cause pain. So God granted him what he requested. So our question is, why did Jabez pray such prayer? We want to go for it. Why Jabez pray? Okay. <coughs> Let me move in. <laughs> so the question is, why did Jabez pray that prayer? Um. He prayed that prayer because he was able to um, to look into his life that um, things were not working the way it was supposed to be. And he was able to trace the course of his life experiences down to the... He was able to trace it to his birth. And from there, he recognized that, you know, what he was facing was beyond him. He sought for the higher power that can set him free from the course. And um, the, I want to answer question two that says, why did Jabez pray that prayer? He prayed the prayer because things were not working well for him. Everything, it was a failure, total failure. 
in his community. Then what, uh, what does... Oh. Thank you. Praise the Lord. Who has any other thing they want to add to that? I think for me, he got fed up with his situation and, need, and he needed a change. I think um, the best way to know what somebody is passing through is when you hear his prayer points. And if the question is saying, why did Jabez pray that prayer? It's in this prayer point. He needed what he is asking for. Look at the first thing. He said, oh, that that would bless me. You can see that he's poor. He needed blessing. That that will enlarge my territory. His territory is small. He needs enlargement. And that the Lord will keep him from evil. That the Lord will be with him. That the Lord will keep him from evil. And, and I think another thing is, if you, the opening verse says that he is honorable among his brethren. That means that it's possible that he knows, he has an idea of where he's supposed to be. But com he compares his life with his current brethren. And he sees that he's far, far behind. And that led him to pray the prayer in the verse 11. Praise God. I'm going to support what he said. Uh, Jabez must have had a revelation of where he's supposed to be. And he saw that he's not where he's supposed to be. That's why he asked God to change. So I would say that um, he prayed the prayer because he probably came to a realization that he could not do things on his own. So if it was interesting that the Bible um, described him as, a honor, as an honorable man, meaning that he did everything right by the books. You could not find faults in his doings, yet it wasn't working out. And I think for so many of us, we can relate to that, where we know that we've done all that there is to do. We know that we've checked all the boxes, we've dotted all the I's, and we've crossed all the T's, yet the result is not showing forth. Perhaps like Jabez, we're trying to do it in our own strength. I like the ending part of his prayer where he said that God will be with him in all his ways, meaning that he came to a point where he recognized that if he was going to be anything beyond what label had been put on him, then he needed God. Hence, you know, um, and then again, you know, in addition to that, he recognized that there's more to me than this, but I can't be that more in my own strength. Praise the Lord. And a little point to add to that, um, it's, it was testy for growth. It was testy for breakthrough. It was uncomfortable where he find himself. And he has a reference point. And he has a point to say, come, this is me. These are all my brethren, just like our sister said. I have all the quality, even better than them. But I still find that I'm, try, I'm struggling behind him. And one important thing is he recognizes that there's someone I need to approach. Because we might be in a position that we are struggling. All right, but you don't know you. how Let's to take up. it further. But thank he knows that much. God is there and God can help him. Praise the Lord. And do exploit. Okay. Amen. Amen. So who's going to speak for your team? Okay. So team one. The first question, why did Jabez pray such prayers? I think we've all read the prayer of Jabez, about fourfold prayers that he prayed. 
So why did he pray such prayer? Who's going to help us? Uh, okay, so he's speaking for team A. Brokeni, quickly. Now please let's take note. Let's take note of the lesson learned in the life of Jabez. Yes, Brokeni. Praise the Lord. Um, I believe that... The, please, Hello, team, team, two, team two, please, can you... <laughs> So, um, there's okay, this is not Sunday school. Why <laughs> <laughs> well, you can be harassing us? <laughs> okay, so um, we said a lot of things in our class, and one, one of them that was profound is that when Jabez recognized that this is not where it's supposed to be, because the opening verse says that he compared him to his brethren. Of course, maybe he has seen what his brethren they are doing, and you can see that it's lagging behind, and that made him to pray that prayer. And somebody also said that if you listen to somebody's prayer points, you will know what is happening in his life and what he desires. And you could see that in the context of his prayer. Okay. And, uh, Bullet point. Why did Yahweh pray that prayer? Why? One, he recognized that he was supposed to, he, where he is is not where he's supposed to be. Okay, thank you very much. Number two. So he was challenging the status quo. He, he was yes. challenging, and two. then you could, and you know, this, the verse of Jesus says that he was cursed by his mom. So it's possible that he knew that he had a curse on his head, and the only person that could help him is God. Good, number two. Thank you very much. So any other contribution? Why did Jabez pray that prayer? They only gave us two, and I think there might be more. There might be more from the team. From the team, okay, Brio. I mean, Sister Anita. Sorry, ma. I'll come back to you. Yes, sir. So we had more that he was um, that he he had done everything he needed to do. He recognized that the Bible called him a honorable man, right? So meaning that he had done everything right by the books, okay. but then the results were not showing forth, and okay. so he recognized his need for God. And then, do you want to say yours? Okay, so his life lack resort, kind of. Okay, and uh, yes, Sister Folake? Yes, ma'am. I think another thing is that he recognized that even though he's doing well, he has stayed long in that position Thank and you. he needed a change. Thank you, he needed a change. What, whatever he was doing at that time, whether good or not good enough or below average, he needed a change. Thank you very much, ma'am. Thank you for that contribution. Okay, the next point will be what does Jabez prayer implies? Which group is that? Group two. Okay. Okay. Um, I think we got like about six points. Okay, good. Um, the first one was that he wanted more wanted out of more. life. The second one that he was tired of his situation okay. um, and that he knew his God and okay. that his God answers prayers and that God was able to answer his prayer. Okay. The other thing is that he went to a higher authority because his mom had like named him that name and then he felt like it was a siege placed on him. So he went to a higher authority okay. to ask for help. Okay. Uh, the other one is that he refused to settle for less or his current situation okay. where he was at. He wanted to move up higher. And then the last one is that, which is kind of tied to the other one, is that he refused to accept the, the curse or the generational curse or his situation. Okay. So what does the prayer imply? Because some of what you mentioned were why he did it, but what does it, what, what's the meaning of that prayer? That's it, a simple question. That God can do all things. One, God can do all things. I authority, 
there is an authority that can do all things. So when we are met with impossibility, there is someone who can do actually much more than we think. This, uh, Apostle Paul says, I can do all things. How? Through Christ, who strengthens me. So it's, it's okay to feel you're feeble, you're weak, but there is someone who can help. So miracle, that's not all. It, that's just, it implies that there's another authority. Yes, what is your Jabez prayer implies? What's the meaning of that kind of prayer? Um, I think... Maybe your team member can help you too. Yes? Anybody? What, what does he, what's the implication of his prayer? That's, that's the point. Praise the Lord. Yes, sir. I think that generational causes can be cancelled. Thank you, sir. Generational causes exist. Okay? Now, I heard Pastor Me say, don't believe it. And that's true because you are now in Christ. Okay? But it exists. That you don't believe it does not mean it does not exist. You understand? But again, it exists. Your mother can say something on you, your father, your whatever can happen. But when you are now in Christ, if any man is in Christ, it can be cancelled. It can be cancelled. It can be cancelled. You must always know that. So some Christians today are still plagued with it, even though they are in Christ. But they have failed to have an understanding that this can be cancelled and should be cancelled. I'll say Jesus has paid all the price. I hear you. Canada has paid everything for our health. Don't collect the card. Do, do you understand? It can, we must intentionally say no. It does not necessarily mean you have to go for deliverance, in quote. But you can also deliver yourself. If any man is in Christ, a new creature, the scripture says. Okay, so even understanding of this alone is a deliverance on its own. And we need to understand that. So it exists, it can be cancelled. Yes, more. What does that prayer imply? What's that prayer showing us? What's the implication of Jabez's prayer? Yes, sir. Sir, can you speak it to the microphone very well? It implies that God is the source of liberation. Thank you, sir. God is the one that can liberate. God is the source of liberation. He has the power to do it. Uh, when we come to God in prayer, the liberation is he said, the yoke shall be taken off your shoulder because of the anointing. So God has the power to liberate is the only one that can deliver that can save so if anyone comes if i've not come to jesus and we're going to one babalao one priest and all of that see it's just from fry pan to fire because they will take the smaller one put the bigger one that's what they do but if you come to god that's where liberation say come unto me all you that labor and are heavy laden and i will give you rest the true rest is with christ is with god thank you sir one more implication yes sir Okay, two. We have two more. Okay, Romy. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I think one of it is uh, he believed when he asked, he can receive. Whosoever asks it, receive Thank it. Thank you. I mean, that's the point. That's the point we're waiting for. It shows that there's nothing too big to ask. Just ask. That's the implication. It shows somebody just ask. One, Sister Miracle gave it, there's an authority that is higher that you pray to. So it's not a mirage. It's not a deception. There's God we talk to. Then, anybody that asks, he that asketh, receiveth. Matthew 7, 8. Just ask. And ask like you mean it, like your life depends on it. And then he that asketh, receiveth. Thank you so much, sir. One more, Sister Miracle, before we move to another one. Um, I think that the prayer implies that every situation is subject to change, Thank given you. the right environment, Thank which you. is prayer. Thank you. Given the right environment, which is prayer. Prayer can change anything. 
Luke chapter 9, 29, as he prays, the fashion of his countenance does what? Changed. Prayer can change anything. Prayer can do what? Change anything. That's why, that's why we pray. We have an advantage. You don't like where you are. Please pray. I think Bishop Ariba preached to us sometimes ago here. If it's still there, then still continue to pray. Pray until, until it has happened. Don't stop. We are in the, in the retreat. Or Deshi was preaching to us here. Don't, don't say, well, God will do it. Until you see result, don't stop. The only antidote to insult is result. Make sure you see it before you stop. Pray until something happens. If it has not happened, don't just live and be tired. You do one day fasting, the solution did not come. Please do two. Two did not come. Do seven. Seven did not come. Do 21. Say until I die here and see whether the change will not come. It will come. We have seen it before. But what's wrong with many of us Christians is older. Say, you know what? Maybe it's the will of God that I live in that. It's not the will of God. Number three question. What did God... Thank you so much, the two groups that have given us uh, this update. What did God grant... I mean, why did God grant Jabez's request? Okay. So what we have in... Just like um, that Yomi rightly said, Jabez asked. So we also have that as well. Because there's one thing for you to know that you are going through something. There's another thing for you to ask. So, and then it was desperate. So God saw his desperation and um, granted his request. And because he, was, he asked for increase of capacity so that, so that God was able to put more in him because he asked for an increase, for an enlargement. And also the Bible says that Jabez was a better man than his brothers, and he was a man of honor. So that's also one of the reasons why God granted this request. Thank you very much, Ma. Um, okay, so we, we saw that one of the implications of Jabez's prayer was increase of capacity. Jabez wanted an enlargement. He said, enlarge me and make me a blessing indeed. So we saw that Jabez asked. That's one reason why God gave that response. Do we know that God will not deny anyone that asks? If you're a Christian and you still believe that God denies you when you ask, then go and check your Christianity. God does not deny us when we ask. It will mean that God is not truthful to his words. Whatsoever you ask, I, I will do it. Is that God's word? That is parallel to his, I mean, that's very parallel to his, uh, at, yeah, his character. That's God. That's what he does. God does not deny who asks. So, if we don't get, what's the problem? We have not asked enough. Did Jesus not say to the disciples, you have not asked enough? Ask until your joy is full. God has to answer if you ask. If we have not received, our asking needs to gear up to another level. There is no, there is no, repeating prayer is not very repetition. I hope you know that. Many would think that, oh, if I go back to ask, it's lack of faith. No, it's not very repetition. Very repetition is, you know what very repetition is? Very repetition. That's what it means. So what you are repeating is it vain? No. They could be written it. Do we understand? Ask. That's, that's why God answered Jabez. That's number one. Number two, any other reason? God saw his desperation. God saw he was really ready. So that's still part of asking. I will, I will classify. It's still asking. Desperation. Our asking 
in a complacent way might not bring result. And we say, but I asked. But you have plan B. Okay? The kind of asking that Moses asked in the front of Red Sea. That's the kind of asking. <laughs> Where are they going to? There's no other place. You know that kind of asking? So when we still have plan B, or there's no desperation in our asking, there's no passion in what we're asking, there's a problem. These are reasons why we need to fire things with prayer and fasting. Sometimes you put fasting on top. You fast food. Food is not stopping the problem. Fast food. Fast sex. Fast interaction. Fast seeing anybody. Even we open by fire by force. Do we understand what we're teaching? Okay. Desperation. What else? I know mommy here is going to speak. Okay. Mom. Maybe you can give us one man. Thank you, man. You want to put it on? Okay. Thank you, man. God saw Jabez's faith. Faith can be seen. Faith can be seen. Jesus said, I have not seen this kind of faith in Israel, in the old of Israel. Faith can be seen. God saw Jabez's faith. Can God see our faith and recognize that this is faith? What some of us call faith is actually not faith. It's either a weakened faith or a dead faith or no faith at all. Okay? And what shows after, what really proves whatever level of faith is, is our action. Our action. So God saw Jabez's faith. Thank you, mommy. Any other contribution? Why? Okay. Yes, please. Um, what I'm thinking is still kind of tied to asking, but for me, it's more of the character of God. He's a good father, and the Bible says that every good thing comes from him, and if he gave us Christ, why would he withhold any good thing? Thank you, sir. Thank you, ma'am. If God gives us Christ, why will he withhold every good thing? Every good thing comes from the father, a good father. So, one of the reasons, I mean, why God gave Jabez's answer was that I want to establish is that it is according to his will. Do we understand? Jabez said, God, I want to be blessed. Enlarge my coast. <laughs> and God did not say, you are too greedy. Right? God did not say, why are you demanding enlargement? You should be contented with the one you have. You know, in our house fellowship, it is called our contentment. And from my own house fellowship group, the question that came up was, how can we balance it, contentment and greed? When anybody who desires enlargement, God is not angry with you. Do we understand that? God wants us to increase. God, I mean, we may start small, but we will not end small. God has every problem with us ending small. No. He is an investor. He puts something in the investment. He wants it to increase. It is according to his will. So it's the will of God that you want to top your class. It's the will of God you want to do better in your school. It's the will of God you want to be the, 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 the employee of the year. It's the will of God to, for us to prosper. Any prosperity that's against our soul is the prosperity that God does not approve. He said, I wish above all things that thou be in good head and prosper, even as your soul prospered. Third John, I mean, first John, is it first now or third? Third John, chapter... 
So it is according to God's will. Now let's go to the next slide, sir. So all of these are summarized in the, in the next slide, but I just want us to understand why, you know, the prayer of Jabez. Jabez was tired of his status quo. <laughs> I understood that the Latin word for status quo means the mess we are in. The mess. This is the mess we are in. That's status quo. That's what it means. And that's where some people pitch their tent. In that mess. Say change. Say that is the system. We can't change it. No, you can change it. The mess we are in. That's the word status quo in Latin. And so, Jabez was not placed with the status quo. Whatever happens here, this is the mess that system has created for me. I'm getting out of it. Jabez has a desire to grow and expand. So it's not a problem when you have that desire to grow and expand and increase. It's the will of God for everything he has created. Jabez has a clear vision of the future he desires. He knows what he was praying for. You know, sometimes ago in this church, <laughs> we were praying one prayer for increase, right? We were asking God to give us 500, 1,000 members. One day I was asking my wife, well, if God gives us, how are you going to handle it? How? How do you want to handle the 500? Then we, we have not grown, you know, in our thinking even as this. Because we grow every year. I'm not ashamed to tell you I grow every day. And so, like, there was no structure in place to even accommodate that. God is not a waster. You are asking God for 10 members. God gives you two. You can't manage them. How are you going to, what are you going to do with 20? Many of us are asking God for bigger job. When the one we are doing right now, we are sleeping. When we are supposed to be working. God will look and say, if I give you the capacity, I mean, give you this job without building your capacity, they will fire you the next day. So it's better you stay where you are. Do you understand that? My wife's boss, sometimes ago, back in Nigeria then, will say, um, I mean, we give an analogy. It said, you see, when God gives somebody a million naira, let's say a million dollar now, the currency we're used to, and then you're able to just come to church and give $100,000 as tight, and you, without a blink, Everybody will be looking at you. <laughs> That's your capacity. When God gives you 10 million, and then you look at it and say, hey, to give 1 million to church, ah, no, no. Do you know what? God will just take you back to that, your capacity. Just stay there. You are not, you've not grown. You've not grown. Many of us are praying for promotion. Is that why that some are not promoted yet? Because God feels that if I promote you, you destroy, you'll be destroyed. Remember that Mark we read, the book of Mark. He, they, 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 nobody puts um, old wine in a new wine skin. I mean, new wine in, in an old wine skin, rather. It will do what to that wine skin? It will burst. It will destroy it. So if, God, if you need new thing, God will have to build us to get to that level. Can you please pray one minute? Build me for what you are preparing me for, Lord. Prepare me for what you are preparing me for. Lord, prepare me. If I'm not prepared, I get into that level, I will crash. Ask God today, prepare me for what you are preparing me for. In the name of Jesus, in every aspect, be it finances that you want to make me a kingdom financier. Father, prepare my heart. Lord, prepare my heart. Help me to be a giver. Maybe you, the Lord wanted to, you know, to, to expand in your spiritual life with, with miracles and signs, but God knows that pride will kill you. God, please help me. Father, help me. Prepare me for what you are preparing me for. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, God wants to give you a, a glory 
global teaching ministry to liberate people. But God knows that you are, you are, we are lazy in studying. That is going to bring down the ministry. Ask the Lord. Prepare me for what you are preparing me for. God wants to raise your business and make it, and make it global. But God knows that if you can cover Regina, you will not come to church again. He sees that this one will not, you will not be able to handle it. Lord, prepare me for what you are preparing me for. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, precious Father. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Jabez took a step by calling upon the God that can help him out. Many of us will go look for uncle. You see, sometimes we, where we focus the help we come, help doesn't come from there. But Jabez knew, as Sister Miracle said, there's a God, higher power, that can help. And he went to the Lord. There was a king in the scripture, I can't remember the passage right now, that God says, because you did not come from, you were sick, but you were consulted daughters around. It doesn't mean there's no God in Israel. And I say you will die of that sickness. Do you remember that king? There's nothing wrong in consulted doctor, but there are times that God wants us to consult him on some matters. And if we don't, God is not happy with it. So Jabez went to the Lord. He consulted God. My wife was sharing on Sunday. We're just listening to that message. Bishop Oedipo said, I've been praying to the Lord. And Bishop Oedipo is the general of Winners Chapel. To those who don't know, who is Oedipo? Because sometimes we assume everybody knows who we are saying. One day I was talking to one sister about Daniel. Daniel prayed. My sister, you must. And I said, do you know Daniel? He said, I don't even know who Daniel is. <laughs> I learned my lesson that day. It's not about height or age. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, you do where you are, do like Daniel in a foreign land. He said, Do you know who Daniel is? I don't even know who Daniel is. Okay. So, Bishop Edipo, Winners Chapel, uh, um, General Vasia, was he was praying. I mean, and the Lord said, Have you asked me about it? We're looking for a building to start a Bible school or something. Have you told me about it? And they were one week to that uh, Bible college and they don't have a place. And he said, I just step aside. How many minutes? Five minutes. Five minutes. Sometimes it does not require all this by strength and by power. For by strength shall no man prevail. Just five minutes. Prayer of faith. The scripture says, we heal the sick. Prayer of faith. The book of James chapter 5, 16. Prayer of faith. We heal the sick. And he just stepped aside. Five minutes. Lord, I'm sorry I've not asked you about it. And that was it. Two hours later, they got what they've been looking for for years. Two hours. Please, let's learn how to ask God. And of course, my wife was listening. I was playing the message for myself, trying to clean up and get ready for church. She was on bed and with her backache, and she just put it out. I've not told God. I've told my husband. I've told uh, this. I've told that. But I've not told God. And the moment she, told, she, she tells it to God, what happened? Healing immediately. Let's learn that there is an higher power that can help. Still Jabez's prayer. Jabez's prayer was specific and direct. We beat about the bush in the place of prayer too much. Oh God, many people have not had this or see what you have done for many people. It's not about many people. What do you want? Like the man at the, at the seal of Bethsaida that he asked the, the guy at that pool and said, do you want to be made whole? What was he giving? Excuses. I have nobody to take me there. I have this complaint. Complaint is different from prayer. If you spend two hours in complaining, Please, minus it. You have not prayed. Don't stand up and say, I was in place of prayer for two hours. No, you are in place of complaint. Complaint is not prayer. Sergeant, you complained before. Okay. Anyone who is complaining, please, that's not prayer. 
Let's find a place to talk to God directly. Bring your case before me, says the Lord. Let's bring our case, not complaining. And say, Lord, eh, why will you allow this to you see? And if you are truly God now, if you know he's God, whether you know it or not, he's God. That doesn't change him. And then God granted Jabez's request because it was according to his will. Amen. So let's do a quick recap. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Time is just jumping. Okay. What is capacity? We did that last on, last Wednesday. What is capacity? Just give me your own definition. <laughs> If you can remember my yes, what is capacity? Your ability. Ability, thank you. What is capacity? Yes, sir. What I can handle. Thank you, sir. What I can handle, accommodate. Yes, Raymond. Sorry? Your limit. Thank you. Your limit. Your limit. Thank you. Ability. What I can handle? Your limit. Okay? One more. Yes, sir. If I how much you can output. Oh, thank you, your output. If you are 40 watts, Bob, you can't produce more than that. Let them put you into the same socket. You cannot give more than 40 watts. But if you put 100 watts, you see the difference is clear. That's capacity, what you can handle. Thank you. Why building capacity? Why building capacity? Why is it necessary? Gloria, please. Why building capacity? Um, it allows God express himself through us better. Thank you. So that God can express himself through us better in a better way. Thank you. Yes, why did we build capacity? Yes. Yes, Mardi back. Oh, so we don't burst when God's giving us new, like, gifts. Sorry, say that again. Favorite? So we don't burst, like, so that we don't burst. Okay, yeah. thank you very much. Thank you. You're speaking your boss like Canadian. <laughs> yes, ma. <laughs> Bust. That's all we know about best. Yes, ma. Yes, ma, sister Lani. Yes. You can have that, ma. For you to optimize the resources that God has given you. For, for him to optimize the resources that God has given. God has given some resources, and we don't know how to optimize them. And so, because our capacity is less, and God is not a waster. Yes. Yes, yes sir. Um, we build capacity to attain a better fashion of ourselves. Thank you, sir. To get a better fashion of ourselves. Yes, ma'am. Um, that God will be glorified more. The Bible says that Thank hearing is God glorified will bear fruit. Thank you. That our life will be bring more glory to God. Yes, ma'am. Glorifying God more. For God to fully express himself in our For life. God to fully he wants to fully express himself, but there's a limit to what we are right now, and God could not. Thank you, ma'am. Yes. Yes, sir. For um, increased output or enhanced um, results. Okay. Thank you for result. Hey, he said, I've, you, have not, you have not chosen me. John chapter 15, I think, verse 16. But I have chosen you, that you, will, you must bear fruit, and that your fruit, and if your fruit remain, what will happen? Your father will be Glorify. He said in Matthew chapter 5, 16, let your light therefore so shine among men before men that they would see. They have to see the good work so that our expression can be fully seen. Yes, Samuel. Because we were created to grow. We, thank you. We are not created to be stagnant. So if you are experiencing stagnation today, there's a problem. God has every problem with stagnation. He wants us to move. He said you have dwelt on this mountain for too long. 
It's because God was not happy with that stagnation. You see, let me just quickly read something from, um, from I'll take you, man, from um, Enemy Call Average. Have you ever noticed that there are people you know who are literally at the same place today as they were five years ago? Have we noticed that? The way they were five years ago is still the way they are today. They still have the same dreams, the same problems, the same thing that pissed them off five years ago is still pissing them off now. They have the same alibis, the same opportunities, and the same way of thinking. They are standing still in life. It's like their watch stopped five years ago. And so did the day. Because their watch stopped, they, they also stopped. God's will for us is to grow, to continue to learn and improve. The biggest room in our house is always the room for self-improvement. Let that be a food for thought for someone. Another reason is to accommodate some of the increases that will come with the growth. Thank you, ma'am. Because the growth is coming, but the ban has to be expanded. The, the, the sons of the prophet said to Elijah, the place we meet with you is too straight. That is too narrow. We want an expansion. Were they rebooked? No. Because many mountains were coming. Elijah has asked for double portion of Elijah. Where is he going to keep them? See, the guy that said he will put on his ban and he will expand it was not, God did not kill him because of that. But when a life is not rich towards God, he says, such is it for a life that is not rich towards God. It's just saying, I will do this, I will do that, I will tell my soul, my soul this, my soul that. And God says, where am I in all of your plan? So you are only rich towards yourself. Then I will take that soul that I gave you. Tell me who will be owner of all that you are talking about. So God is not angry that we want to expand. But when you want to remain small, God has every problem with it. Church, are you, are you please following me? And I hope we understood this is Bible. Okay. Now, six striking points of Jabez prayer. We have just mentioned them, so I'll jump that. I'll skip that. And the next one is uh, one striking thing that stood out for you so far. One striking thing that stood out for you so far in this building capacity teaching. Anyone? I'll be surprised if nothing stands out for you. I don't tell me that you just know that Jesus is the Son of God. That's, we all know that. Yes, sir. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. God is a God of no limitation. God is a God of no limitation. For with him, all things, things are, possible. are possible. All. All things are possible. Thank you, sir. Yes, sir. There is a better version of me mm. waiting to manifest. Mm. Thank you, sir. There is a better. That stood out for me myself. Because somehow I would think I have, ah, this where we are right now. I'm not talking of church, I'm talking of myself. My height, my everything, you know, is okay. God, if you don't do anything again, I'm fine. God says no. You have not even started. Thank you, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. I'll take Stanita Tebra. I'll take yes, sir. Oh, please, let's put it, let's put it on, sir. It's off. If the status quo is not challenged, mm. then you remain in the same position. Thank you, sir. Somebody getting that. In one church like that, when they get something, they will be there anyway. If the status quo is not challenged, we'll remain in that position. You remember what um, Isaac, what he said to Esau? He said, you would, 
you will serve your brother. You will do this, you will do that. I said, when you are restless, when you become restless, when you are tired, you will do what? You will break, like I was telling it, it, it. <laughs> when you become restless, you will break the yoke of your neck. Did it break the yoke or not? Do we know that in the days of Jesus, when he was physically on earth, the generation of Esau were the Romans, Romans Empire. Who, the, who were their colonies? The generation of, uh, the generation of, uh, of Jacob, the Israelites. Because they broke the yoke. When Esau will meet Jacob, who was giving gift to who? Hey, somebody has said it. He cannot be, there is nothing that cannot be changed. See, even if God says it, I hope I'm not stepping on toes. Even if God says it, if you take your case, do you remember total Zelophad in the scripture? God said something and put it as a statutory for the people of uh, if those five girls, they were dangerous. When they went before the Lord, I mean Moses, and they brought their case. Moses took their case before the Lord. And God said, the daughter of Zelophehad, they are right. Do give them to the Even if God says it, you have the power to go back to him and say, Baba, I'm not comfortable with this one. Let it stand out. Let me take stand in there. Yes, ma'am. Um, I think for me, it's that God wants us to get risky in our faith with Thank him. You. And, you know, he said, test Thank me you. now and see if I will not open up the Thank windows you. of heaven. Thank you. That's the risk that we don't want to bear. You remember I shared that uh, a child stands at the edge and the father said, jump, jump. I'll catch you, jump. Life is a risk. Even spiritual life is a risk. If you cannot risk, you cannot rise. One of my mentors, Evangelist Useno, will say, if you cannot risk, you cannot rise. Many of us are afraid to take risk. And that's why we are still where we are. And God is looking. Take risk. Move. So, ah, God, if what if? What and what if not? Amen. Thank you. Who is okay, sister? But you yes, ma'am. I'll come to Brian honest. As long as we make ourselves available to God, God is ready and willing to work with us, Thank irrespective you. As long as the, the point is availability, not ability. God empowers the available. God does not look at the one that is able. At the beginning of this ministry, when I was called, my fear, greatest fear was, Lord, I am not able. How? I said, I can't even handle my Christian life. I'm going to be pastoring people. Lord, please, 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 Father. You know how Moses was telling God, I can't speak. He was speaking before. <laughs> But when the court came, he became a stammerer all of a sudden. I said, Lord, I'm not able. I used to be thinking I was able before, but when the big load came, I said, how am I going to do it? And I was making all those excuses, and the Lord said, are you available? I said, Lord, I'm available. He said, I empower the available to become able. So if you're available, that's all I need. And I lay flat on the floor. Father, if I'm not available, I'm as good as dead. Just take me. And that was it. God is not looking for your strength. For by strength, no man shall prevail. First Samuel 2 9. We can only prevail by the strength of the Almighty. So we fight that war by the strength of His might. We're winning on the every side. You remember that? 
When we look up to him, strength for victory we got out. Winning on the every side. We got a victory through Jesus the King. We got a victory to Jesus the Lamb. We got a victory because of his grace. Winning on the every side. It is his power that empowers us to win. Not our strength. Brian, let me pick you. It's kind of related to what Sister Anita said, and it's just the importance of taking action when it comes to increasing capacity. Last week, it was more about the physical action, and this week for me, it was more about the spiritual, the place of prayer. So taking action both physically and then the place of prayer. Thank you, sir. Taking action. Faith without works is dead on arrival. There's no even need to celebrate it. Don't even talk about it because it's a dead faith. Action. Is the conduit pipe of grace. Action is what? The conduit pipe of grace. Grace flows in action. When you take your step to put it inside the Jordan, River Jordan, that's when it will part. But many of us will say, no, let me see first before I go. No, in this kingdom, sin is not believing. Believing is sin. When you ask, Mark 11, 23 says, when you ask, believing that you've received it, then you get it. There you have it. Yes, sir. God is not a waste of resources. Thank you, sir. His blessing is the, the extent of your vessel. So your best blessing cannot exceed your vessel. Thank you, sir. God is not a waste of resources. If he gives a church 500 and their capacity is 200, watch out. It will go back to 200 soon. If he gives a man $50,000 every month, and the capacity of what it can handle is $5, I mean $5,000. It goes back there in a jiffy. Because we will not be able to account for it. God does not wait resources. And therefore, we need to build our capacity so that its resources, like one of us said, can flow through us optimally as the Lord wanted. Yes. What's time stuff for you? Yes, sir. Oh, praise God. For me, I have to start by accepting who I am because I cannot change what does not exist. Thank you. I have to accept who I am. Uh, the last statement, you cannot change. What does not exist. Oh, what does not exist. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. That's deep. That's deep. I thought you said you cannot change what already exists. You can change it. But when you don't know who you are, where do you even stand the changes from? That's, that's a deep one. Thank you, sir. You cannot change what does not exist. You must first of all understand your position. Jabez knew where he was. And he fought tooth and nail to say, I'm changing this because this is who I am. This is who I am right now. No, I'm not pleased with it. Thank you. Who else was raising now? Yes, sir. Yeah, yes, ma'am. Uh, let me take two more. One, two. Let me take one more. Okay, thank you. All right. Yes, sir. The biggest lesson I've learned in this is that part where the Bible says that uh, if you put a new wine in an old wine skin, the skin can burst. If I don't increase my capacity, that testimony I'm looking for can destroy me. Mm. Hmm. Hmm. It has destroyed many actually. If I don't increase my capacity, that testimony I am looking for can destroy me. Many people ask for bigger things. One, one of our brothers was telling me recently, I think we're talking out there, said, do you know that big can actually cause trouble? I said, yeah, if your capacity is not built. That's why we are building it now, because we want to be big. And don't be scared of it. Some people are so afraid of change. 
Say, let's just remain like this. It's okay. No, we are not going to remain like that. Amen. That testimony can destroy. Thank you. Yes, ma'am. So another one that stood out for me is that uh, not every result in God's kingdoms are gifts. Some are actually reward. Hmm. Mm. That stood out for me too. Thank you, ma'am. Everything in this kingdom is not a gift. Not every result we see is a gift. Some results are rewards of a place. Pestinkly uh, uh, I mean, uh, seeking the Lord. He said, you will see me if you diligently seek after me. Of course, the Bible says that without faith, it is impossible to do what? Please to God. please God. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6, we know that. It said, for who that will please God must believe that he is. And he is the rewarder of who? Who diligently seek him. God is a rewarder. So not every result in this kingdom is a gift. Hmm. Very powerful. Thank you, man. Yes, Ife. One thing that stood out for me is that stagnation is automatic. It's not that God doesn't have better things planned for you. It's that you have to take steps toward it. Thank you. As long as we remain refusing to take steps, stagnation is automatic. You just stay there. You're not going to move. It's not that like God doesn't have... Thank you. It's not that like God doesn't have something better. But it's just that we are refusing to go take what God has for us. We, we, we are not going forward to go take it. He said to the children of Israel, I tell them to move forward. If they don't move forward, how would they know there was the wall of Jericho they could pull down? If they don't move forward, how do they know how to conquer Canaan? If they have stayed at the, at, the, at the sea. Many of us, we are still by the Red Sea. We refuse to move forward. God says move forward. It's not like God doesn't have something good for us. Wasn't my wife that was saying sometimes ago that if you get to heaven and God just shows us what He wants to do with our life, many of us will cry. God, ha, ah, God, you are unfair, but why did you do this to me? God said, Why did you do it to yourself? Is somebody charged this night? I think I will just stop here. Our time is, is ready, it's already gone. Uh, I have about 35 slides, but we can't, we can't go through them. We only went through two or three. Um, there's no need for rushing, right? There's no need for rushing. We are here together by the grace of God until Jesus comes. Uh, if Jesus tarries, we are here together. If Jesus comes, don't be here. Let's go. Okay. Amen. Any question? Any question? Please don't miss the next episode. We'll continue from there. We want to link this up to faith. How does faith impact what we are saying? So I yield to you and to your careful hands. We know that song. When I trust you, I don't need to understand. Can you just pray one minute? One minute. Make me a vessel. Make me an offering. Make me whatever you want me to be. Lord, Lord, I came here with nothing, but all you have given me, Jesus brings new wine out of me. Jesus, Jesus brings new wine out of me. Oh, Jesus, Jesus brings new wine out of me 
For there is a new wine. Yes, there is new fire. There is the kingdom. Your kingdom is here. I lay down my hot flames to carry a new fire today. Let's say that again. Where there is a new wine, prayerfully before the Lord. Oh, where there is a new wine, there is new fire. There is a spirit, the kingdom is here to carry a new fire, fire today. Can you pray like you are asking tonight? Can you really ask him tonight? Father, make me an offering, Lord. Make me an offering. Make me a vessel. Oh, Lord, make me an offering. Make me whatever you want me to be. Lord, I came here with nothing. But all you have given me, Jesus, bring you wine out of me. Lord Jesus, Jesus, bring you wine out of us. Lord Jesus, Jesus, bring. better version of us is calling for manifestation. A better dimension of us is calling for manifestation. Lord, take us there. You have revealed to us in the revelation that you are working with us at this time to lift us up. Father, may none of us, O oh God, be left out of your move. In the name of the Lord Jesus, bring a new wine out of us, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. We hope you were blessed by that teaching. For further inquiries, please visit our website, www.rccgppp.org. You can also check us on Facebook and on YouTube at rccgpppsk, on Instagram and Twitter at rccgppp. If you are within the city of Regina, Canada, you can join us in person at 1771 Bond Street, S4N, 1X7 for a refreshing time in God's presence.